This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yo, you are now in the conversation. And you know what this is. This is Ali Muhammad, the voice of your choice. We're here, you know. I, actually, I'm here. Damien's not, of course. If I'm leading the way, you know that. But Damien's on the West Coast, doing it big out there. He's And he's not in the broom closet studio. So, here we are. We're here in the real studios at uh, Stand Up New York Labs. And I have with me Chris Lambert. He's been here before, guest in the conversation, host of the podcast, The Mundane the mon- Show. The Mundane Festival. Mundane Festival, my bad. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? My man from The Mundane Festival is here with us, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to give me somebody to talk to <laughs> and to chop it up. And you know what I'm saying? We're going to do it real big for you this week. Yes, sir. I'm happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me. No, no doubt. Thanks for uh, coming through. Yeah, I got that the bat signal from Damien. I was like, all right, I'm here. Hell yeah. No uh, $5 movies Tuesday for me tonight. You were going to do a movie. I was going to try to see it. Wait, you know? So where's a $5 movie at? AMC, if you are a Stubbs member, if you, you pay like 15 bucks for the whole year mm-hmm. and you get points every time you go, you like every time you purchase a ticket or concessions and then... They just had a thing on the low where like every Tuesday, five bucks if you're a, a Stubbs member. So I have yet to take advantage of it, but uh, I was like, this is much better than doing that. So No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. No Stubbs here. No. <laughs> you got no credit. No, none of that. You're just up in this motherfucker. What you get is what you got. Yep. That's right. <laughs> so here we are. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, this week has been, you know, kind of like a, it's a, been a big variation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hurricane Irma was out there. You know what I'm saying? We all seen what Harvey did in Houston and had a lot of a lot of people check in from Houston that listened to the show. And, you know, they were saying how fucked up it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was it was when, when Irma was on that path to Florida. You know, that was a, a huge variation for myself. And, you know, everybody. Right, because your people are there. Yeah, all my people are there. You know, I mean? actually, I had people along that whole damn path except for Cuba. You know okay. I didn't have any. I didn't, I don't, I never been to Cuba. I don't have nobody on on the island. So right. But a lot of those other little islands, I knew people like you know it hit St. Bart. You know what I'm saying? It hit St. Martin. You know Anguilla. You know all that whole little path. You know you've been there. You experienced it. So it's like damn. Yeah. So it was a lot of you know checking in, making sure you know. I haven't heard from some of the people, but you know every everybody that that checked back, I was relieved that it was good. But then it still had yet to hit Miami, which you know they kept. You know, making this path to doom, right? Going to Miami as a Category Five, which you know, Miami is used to dealing with hurricanes. You know what I'm saying? And growing up, you you watch these reports like now these weather reports are like national news, you right? Know, like big news, and you know, before it was just local shit, and you'll watch them, and it wasn't really nothing to really think about until the hurricane hits that corner. Now, being somebody from there, is it, do you find, like, the national news kind of hype it a little more than they should? Or is it just maybe now, because of what happened with Harvey, there's more, like, like reason to be concerned? They hype it. 
Yeah. A whole lot more. You know what I mean? It's 24-hour news It's cycle. coming. It's the, the hurricanes. Yeah. But see, before it was just hurricanes that had names. Now mm-hmm. winter storms have names, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Winter storm Julio. <laughs> yeah. You know, so now it's just a big deal. They have super storm this and hurricane that and winter storm this. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a... It's a ratings bonanza, you know what I'm saying? People stuck, you know, people go grocery shopping, you know what I mean, yeah. for miles around, buy everything out of the store. I just feel like, man, it's, even though th- these natural disasters, it is like, you wonder who profits off of it the most. Like the <laughs> like the, the price gouging, especially like with Harvey, the thing that I can't really erase from my mind right now is the fact that when uh, Best Buy, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's fake or what, but Best Buy was charging people 20. forty bucks for water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just like that—that's ridiculous, man. And yeah, you know, you got that, you got yeah. looting, you got, you know, I mean, you got all kind of shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But the thing is, you don't want it to happen to your people, right? You know what I'm saying. You don't want it to happen to nobody, but you know, when you see it happen somewhere, it's like, oh shit! Like Katrina is burnt in my head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before Katrina, it was just like, ah, you know, another hurricane. It happens. Blah, blah, blah. The tree we, falls we, on a house. Yeah. You, you know, can recover. Shit yeah. happened. We had Andrew in Miami in 92. So it was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, hurricanes tear shit up. Right. But we didn't have Katrina. And with Katrina, it wasn't really the storm itself. You know what I'm saying? The storm came and went. It was everything around it. And then they broke the levees or the levees broke or however the levees got whatever spike lee named that documentary yeah i got a spike lee story that i didn't tell the last time if you if we get to why it why spike lee come up every week <laughs> well because every i feel like fucking week this motherfucker <laughs> come up like god damn it just made me think of that but <laughs> no, no, no but you're but you're <laughs> he's must be important to the culture yeah he is <laughs> but you but you're definitely right i mean i was living in chicago when that had around the time when katrina was happening and i my last year there, we did it like it was in 07. We did a play called Trouble the Water, which was a, an original piece mm-hmm. inspired by the events of Hurricane Katrina. Right. And it was just so much like tied into, you know, what happened. Right. You know. So the watching Katrina, it was like weeks. That shit went on for weeks. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? The shit was just a long time. And people were really, it, it boiled down to. Fuck the snacks, fuck the water, fuck all that shit. It was basically boiled down to survival. Mm-hmm. Like, like this wasn't America. Like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Like, they didn't have no boats to go pick people up and right. shit like that. So it was like, so when you when you when you seen that, you know shit could happen, and yeah. it don't really have to do with preparing for the hurricane or what you prepare for. It's just. Shit, you don't know the variables of what could happen after the storm. It just shows you how. I mean, the phrase Mother Nature is undefeated. I mean, and it just shows you. I mean, we had effects from I live in Jersey Mm -hmm. and we had effects from Sandy and we had power. We had power outages for days. And I live on kind of an elevated area. But the condos across from my apartment complex, they were flooded and they had to get evacuated with like rafts. It was just like, you know, it's it's insane. So like you can't. Whether you have people down there affected, which you do, or if you don't, like, how can you not, how can you not have empathy and not want to, you know, do anything? And so the problem was, this This where I came into the problem. Because, you know, you're watching everybody on Facebook, Mm -hmm. you know, first few days, before it comes, it's a joke. (laughs) You know, we we from Miami. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We ain't sweating that shit at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People getting prepared, buying their water. The interesting thing that I... I noticed the trend where people were buying hurricane snacks. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, in, in Miami, you have a you have a hurricane party. You know, shit. Yeah, like, you know, you of get, course. You gather at one house. That's probably the, the strongest, biggest house. And you stay there, yeah. walk it down. Shit pass by. Everybody go home. It's a joke. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's how most people on my timeline was taking it. Though sure. there were some people taking it very seriously and, and getting all the way prepared. Most people was taking it as a joke. And you will see, you know, getting hurricane snacks. They got Oreos and chips and like y'all haven't seen Katrina. Yeah, motherfucker, what you gonna do after three days with no electricity and no nothing? Right, snacks ain't gonna. You can't survive on snacks. You know what I'm saying? So that right. was the thing. Like as much as Miami people were nonchalant about you know the hurricanes hitting, because not many hit, even though all of them threat to come through that area, and not many of them really hit the city dead on, especially. The black part of town where I'm from, northwest mm-hmm. side of town. Like when Andrew came, it hit the south. You know what I'm saying? The southwest. And it didn't, you know what I'm saying? That's we the furthest away from the water, kind of in the middle. And then to the west, it's all Everglades. So, mm-hmm. you know, if the hurricane goes up the west like it did this time, it's mostly affecting the west coast and the Everglades down right. there in South Florida. And if it hits the east, you know what I'm saying? It could hit Miami, but a lot of times it. Whoosh, but if the north, you know, if it hit Miami, then the northwest is still kind of nestled away from the beach and you know, what I'm saying the the uh, the low lying areas. Did you have some people that evacuated? Like your, no, your- I, I didn't know anybody. I mean, I've seen, I saw people on Facebook that evacuated, but okay. nobody I knew personally evacuated. Okay, they, uh, they was like, "Yeah, we here. We yeah. got, we got snacks. Yeah, and we boarded up our windows. You know, what I'm saying we, we got, got these fucking- double stuff Oreos. Exactly. So I'm like now. Today, which is what? That hit Miami Saturday, grazed Miami. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Tuesday. Yeah. You're hearing it on Wednesday. But on Tuesday now, there's people still with no electricity. Now shit gets real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now it's real. Yeah. Now the motherfucking snacks can't save you. But at least, you know what I'm saying, the stores are open and shit like that. You can go out and get shit. But I don't think they were really prepared for no Category 5 to come through mm-hmm. like you know category three or whatever then it missed it you didn't really hit it head on you know all right you can have snacks and then now you could go to finger licking and, and yeah. go, go out to eat if if your money's like that right you know what i'm saying but if it really had hit or if it was some type of shit like houston and katrina where you know the army corps do some silly shit and flood the town yeah then Nobody was ready, man. They weren't prepared for that shit. They not prepared to live another week with no electricity and shit. Yeah, it's brutal with no electricity. That's no, like that's no AC. You know right. what I'm saying? And a lot of times down there, that means no hot water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're running on an electric system, you know, so it's, it's a trip. And it's like the emotional thing that that goes on too. Like. It, I can even think I'm not I'm not rich or anything, but I know like if the power goes out, like if there's like a circuit breaker thing mm-hmm. or something happens, you don't know when that's coming back on. Exactly. And you just came from the grocery store. Right. And you're like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Right. Now all them all that chicken and shit you bought is <laughs> fucking rotten. Yeah. And so you gotta grill all that shit in one day mm-hmm. and eat all of it. So now you just gotta have a cookout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you're not you're not set up, you know what I'm saying, for that week or that two weeks. With no power, no air condition. You can't go to work. You can't go to work. Your skin is melting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're taking that cold bath. 
And it does a lot to your psyche, too. That shit is fucked up. Like, it's not only, like, the material things that you can't do. It's just, like, your psyche. It's just, like, really fucked up. Right. I, I think if, you know what I'm saying, anytime a hurricane coming in a preparation video need to be Katrina. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, not the, the day when it hit. Not the sitting on the roof. Talking about them weeks after. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Them weeks when you don't have those services and you don't have shit. You know what I'm saying? And your house is fucked up. Cause just like with the state of the with the state of this government, you don't know who's gonna get if they're gonna get to if you. If they're gonna get to you. If, if they even give a shit. Whatever. That's yeah. what Bond B was saying. Like these people they they're not even prepared to deal with it on that level. Like, you know, they in Houston they would have had to evacuate six million people or something. Yeah, that like would have been ridiculous. Like they you can't you can't do that. Like, you can't do that, but then where they gonna go if right. shit get all the way fucked up. Yeah. They not set up for it. No. So you in your mind, you think I'm gonna get these snacks, and then you know if it really get fucked up, then they'll come, they'll right. come get me. Mm-hmm. But what if they don't? Yeah. What if that's not even in the plan? And that what if is so is magnified so much that you can't. With in these days and times, like you, it's it's magnified so much, you don't know right. if they're they're not probably not coming for you. Right. So you know and it's then, scary. So you know then a lot of people left. The people that did evacuate, you know what I'm saying, a lot of them went north, which Georgia is next. You know, mm-hmm. Everybody got everybody in Atlanta. Yeah. Then the shit goes to Atlanta. Of course, it's not hurricane strength anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's tropical storm or whatever. But Atlanta not set up for that kind of wind. Some trees is falling down everywhere. Now the light's out in Atlanta. Yeah. And then they damn, they damn show sure wasn't ready in Atlanta. Because I constantly, like, I think as I get older, I think my level of empathy like gets higher like for people because if you just think about what happened like i live in suburban new jersey i'm like 20 minutes away from the like 10 minutes away from the gw bridge i can get in here quick but you think about how how there were small inconveniences like that happened during sandy where it's like oh i have to wait if my license plate has an even or odd tag i have to go at this certain time but just to magnify that to the next level to what everybody else is going through in the South, it's like, I, I don't know if I could, I, it's hard to even imagine. It's just like, fuck, like, what am I, am I strong enough? Am I tough enough? Pull yourself together, exactly. Chris. It's God like, like, shit. like, fuck. I mean, I would fight through it, you know. You think about calling your mom. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's What uh, your mama gonna do? She ain't gonna do shit. She, gonna, she, gonna, she gonna pray for you. Yeah, she'll pray. <laughs> what Kendrick say? All my grandma's yeah. dead. Yeah, <laughs> I, ain't no, I ain't got nobody to pray for me. Yeah, now. she's like, you bitch ass nigga, you better get you better, pull your shit, pull together. Your, get your shit together. Yeah, yeah. but then like that, just that that moment where you're like, fuck, like this is, yeah, it's it's rough, man. And they're not, I like you said, I don't think people are prepared. Nah, that. they weren't ready. So you know, I think you know, how as they say, God always look out for the kids and the foolish people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, yeah. you know, the Miami people kind of foolish. So you're like, shit. We're going to go ahead and skip on around. Or just I mean? stand in the place where all the reporters are standing yeah, and not just, getting touched or by anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll go through the keys where they used to this type shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they know how to prepare in the keys. They live on the edge, literally. Yeah, my, my favorite, before you switch topics, my favorite uh, radio show, the Dan Lebertard show, mm-hmm. a lot of them, uh, they're based in Miami. Uh-huh. And I think all of them evacuated. And I don't think they're back. I mean, maybe they'll be back tomorrow or something but yeah i mean it, not, 
They got the fuck out of there. Yeah, if you had a, if you have the means. The thing about it is, if you had a means, you ain't worried about your 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 physical shit. You know. Yeah. God, you know, I well, have the, yeah. I have great insurance. I'm not ready. Well, they were talking about the same things that you brought up. They're like, yeah, I want to go, but my family doesn't want to go. My dad does, and it's just like, what do you do? Like, because yeah, yeah. listen, man, you leave. What you know, what I'm saying if you plan the odds historically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most of Miami hasn't been hit. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you live down south and you got hit by Andrew, then, Andrew, then you know. Mm-hmm. You like, well, shit, fuck that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. Because that shit told, that was, it wasn't like flooding. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying, the Army Corps engineers releasing the damn dam. Right. It was physical category five, blow your, I huff and I puff and I blow your motherfucking house down and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Through miles of that neighborhood. So they know. Everybody else, you know, they heard, they might have seen on the news, but they they wasn't really attached to the destruction that really happened. Because right. if you're from the Northwest, you don't go down there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like being from Brooklyn, you don't know what's happening in, you know, Yonkers. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If something happened in Yonkers, you don't know. Oh, this is Brooklyn, kid. Yeah. That shit don't happen down here, son. <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying, right, son? Right, right. Like, you know, you, you don't know. You don't know what's happening in in Trenton, New Jersey. Right. You know? That's how. That's basically how disconnected Homestead and Florida City and Perrine is from where, the part of Miami where I come from. Mm. So, you know. It is what it is, you know. They 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 dodged the bullet, you know what I'm saying? Even the downtown scene when they show Brickle being flooded like that. I had a friend who lives a couple of blocks over on Biscayne. Mm-hmm. And they shit was straight. Yeah. And they she lived right on the water next to the arena and it wasn't it wasn't flooded, it wasn't none of that shit. Yeah. So it was you know, it was all for the most part everybody good. It's a lot of down trees and electric off, but other than that, you know They'll be all right. They'll bounce back. Yeah, yeah. They they bounce back. They don't have to rebuild, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's cool. Well, that's good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a, a warning. Yeah, shots fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude. Two weeks ago, two three weeks ago, uh, it was raining. It was just normal rain. And I work in in Westchester, and I live in like Bergen County, and uh, very suburban existence. Yeah, sub- suburban <laughs> existence. Yeah, and uh, uh, before I would get priced out of anywhere in Manhattan. Uh, there was um, it was raining. You think it's raining, and then I turn on the news, and then I get home, and it's like the down downtown Hackensack where I live is just flooded, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even that much rain. Right, and it's just like Jesus Christ, it's it's ridiculous, man. So yeah, yeah. when Sandy came in, it was a lot of flooding in New York. Yeah, which was weird. Yeah, they not ready. No, <laughs> they not ready. But anyway, yeah, you know what I'm saying. We closing out the summer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean. By in practice, summer is dead. You know what I'm saying, but in in reality, it's still a few more days. Or sure. So you know, uh, you you're just going into the fall. You know, rose season is over, and you start to you know, I start to contemplate. You know, we always had this thing here, like who ran the summer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like what was the cultural cultural touch points of this year? Which, sure. You know what I'm saying, really sets the tone until we come back again. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, in your opinion, who do you think ran the summer? I think black women. Like, normally, Them when you- ran the year. When you- Yeah, they're running <laughs> the year. The first, like, the, the initially, like I was telling you before we started, it seemed, my mind initially goes to music. Mm-hmm. 
And I was thinking about that. I mean, this has been a good year for music, but it's just like I think just as a whole, you had you had like you had uh Sloan Stevens winning, closing, basically closing out the summer, winning the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Madison Keys? She beat, and it was like three out of the yeah, four. Three out of the four black women, right? Were you know black Venus, Salon, Madison Keys, yeah, blackish, right? Yeah, and that man. was, and that was, we we claim her. it used to yeah, be a yeah. time where it was one drop, and he was one. Yeah, yeah, she, she, is. yeah, she, 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 she yeah. And um, you know, like we we talk about like. You know, Solange, just the energy of like Solange. just carrying, just like th- what that album did, uh, and continuing to do. She's touring but, now. Yeah, she came through with it with the. Uh, I seen that at Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, and she did Afro Punk, and they you know killed it. Right. She puts on a great live show. She puts on a great show for that for her state right now. Okay. So it's like for me, it's not like she does a whole lot of you know what I'm saying extra right. shit. She's not doing a lot of what her sister does and no shit like yeah. that. Yeah. But the energy of her music and 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 the way it resonates with the audience. Yeah. See, with with I know we we talking about the summer, but this this is in the summer. Shit, mm-hmm. shit. This was right. Some Solange was in the summer, right? Man. Yeah, yeah. When she do shit like Fubu and Cranes in the Sky, like you know, I only experienced that on the album. I had never been to one of her shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you see Fubu live, and I heard it happen at Afro Punk to the next level okay. for what it happened at. At Dave Chappelle because the more people was outside, you know sure. what I'm saying? Afropunk is in Brooklyn, it's real, 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 real black. Mm-hmm. Kinda. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you threw that in. Kind of. You know, that's just that's a little asterisk, you know. Sure. That's, that's for the for the newcomers and stuff. Of you know course, I mean? of it, course. it ain't all. Yeah. But you know, it's not it's not uh exclusive. Sure. You know, it's it's inclusive, but you right. know, it's majority, it's a black thing. Of course. I heard she killed it. Yeah, and and you know that's shit, and I've seen it myself, so I know yeah. the energy and how it how it could have felt. Right, but you know I think for the summer for for the first time in a long time, for me, TV ran the summer. Yeah, like shows like The Thrones and mm-hmm. like they brought all the good shows, well at least my good shows, they brought them all back in the summer. I like Power. I like I don't watch Game of Thrones. Uh, like, but I like. I've enjoyed and I love Insecure. Like, it definitely. I don't think it's. I guess within the last five to ten years, we've had like the way because I guess when we were younger, they were like it was like you watched like September through May or June, and right. all the shows were gone. Right, and then you have repeats. Yeah, and you go outside and play and stuff, and right. then it comes back. But there's the that's, way that's that, old school. That's shit, old school that's, shit. Y'all don't know about that. That was in the time when TV went off. Right. You know what I'm saying? At one o'clock in the morning, you just got shh. And if you missed it, most of the time you missed it, unless you didn't record it on your VCR where you had yeah. to set the time up. Yeah, you missed that shit if you yeah. miss it. Yeah. Well, I know going to look that shit up online and shit. <laughs> right, you couldn't do that. Uh, and so... Now it's like, I guess you don't, you don't, certain shows like Insecure and Game of Thrones, like you have to be on it right. in order to like be a part of the conversation. No doubt. Or not get left out. But with the advent of all that, I think like it's like year round, like it's stuff that's on, that's, uh, that grabs your attention year round. Yeah, it's stuff that grabs your attention, but the, the good shit. The good shit was At this least summer. My shit was this summer. Power, Insecure, The Thrones. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about Insecure finale. We're going to. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So I think that just the platform of scripted programming 
because Netflix is not TV, and I don't even watch Insecure. On, I watch it on a TV. Yeah, I watch it through HBO Go. Okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter these days. It's all the same. But but that platform of scripted entertainment pretty much ran the conversation. This time. yeah, it did. You know what I'm saying it. It you know. We had some protests, you know. Protests ran the last two summers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Black Lives Matter, a lot of a lot of protests. Uh, TV came through as you know what I'm saying the the thing the most talked about shit, at least as far as you know I could see. But maybe wrong. I'm just you know. No, I think you're I'm right. Just one person in the conversation. I think you're right. I think it's it's more of a renaissance because you know for at one, I think reality TV still is is is. Uh, is prevalent and it's still there, but I think it's been a, a it's, I think there's the pendulum has shifted back to scripted shows where right. people, you did, they, they're serialized last week on game of Thrones or right. w- whatever the fuck. Like you, you're like, Oh shit. Like I can't wait until next week. I can't, right. what is, what, what, what the fuck did y'all do to Raina? <laughs> and we had to wait a week in order to find out. Right. Right. No, I mean, and it's, and it's just, with reality TV, we, I'm not going to shit on it. I was never really a part of it, but I'm not going to shit on it because you did, you were able to see characters that look like, you know what I'm saying, people that we recognize. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe your auntie or your cousin. Mm-hmm. But definitely people, some people's mamas. You know, people you recognize. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in these other, in these scripted shows, you start to recognize more people. They start to tell more sides of, of life. You right. Know what I'm saying? Insecure, insecure tells are another side of life. That hadn't been put on screen in that manner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, power extended, like I said, it all it extended the conversation that the wire was having with Stringer Bell. You uh, know what I'm saying? So yeah, you just yeah. If Stringer Bell didn't get killed in that, if building. Stringer didn't get killed in his hard bottoms, was it you that you that said that? Like yeah. he was running and you could yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Stringer. I wonder where he is. Where is he? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know they they took. It seemed like they took that particular type of drug dealer mm-hmm. and extended the story around him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put a family around Stringer and have a family. He was just one dude with a bunch of ideas that read books and shit. Right. And had a, a thought and an idea of a better way of life. What if, like, Stringer Bell was, like, had a, yeah, what if he had a family? What if he had a family? Sup- what, if, what, what if the shit that he actually wanted to do, he actually did, got right. to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What What do you think about people calling that show a guilty pleasure? Who? Just like in general, people that's trust just, it. That's white people, though. But now some of them, well, it's it's kind of a guilty pleasure for me. It's like fuck it, you're you're 38. Like if you're gonna watch you watch the show, watch it. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't think, feel guilt any guilt watching it. I think with you know what I'm saying with with the wire, mm-hmm. it was like one of the like, it might have been the first in depth show that went in depth of these urban black stories street you know well, well first they hit us with the corner oh the corner yeah the corner that was but like it, yeah but, but the it, wire broke it all yeah, open it yeah. didn't go as deep yeah you know what i'm saying the wire yeah you're right i did forgot about the corner i don't think i had hbo when the corner was out oh okay but the wire came through with a like okay it had the street stuff 
mm-hmm. from a really real perspective. You were in Baltimore. They had actual Baltimore people in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Surrounding the main yeah. actors. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they gave you, they're like, you know, they were killing motherfuckers. They were selling dope. They had mm-hmm. very, a lot of street politics that right. went on in The Wire that you never seen on TV like that. And it humanized a lot of those right. people too. Yeah. And then they brought in the other elements of law enforcement and the you know, education yeah. and the newspaper. They even had that damn stupid ass season with the port. The docks. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, you know, since it was told through the lens of a, a, a guy who was a reporter that reported on that beat and was a white man, mm-hmm. it, it told it through his lens. Like right. You could see this world through this lens. So he was able to give a, a he gave an opening right. for those people to come in and say, oh, let me peek in and see. Right. Oh, man, that is crazy. And you give a lot of it's a lot of credibility because. A lot of these characters are based on real people, based on his stories that he wrote for the newspaper. So mm-hmm. he had a lot of intel that he can translate to to outsiders looking in, you know. So it wasn't as raw. So it, it kind of gave a, a bridge for people to say something like that. It was a guilty pleasure because yeah. he gave you something that actually drew you in. But then once you were there, you couldn't stop looking. Yeah, you know, what I'm it was a great show. Yep, I don't like. I'm not. I'm not a scholar of it like a lot of people claim to be and a lot of people are, but I just recognize while it was happening, like, this is really good. Like, right. just, you know. Yeah, I wasn't a Wire scholar. Yeah. My sister is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I have to go back, she, though. She's also the Drakeologist. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. She's a Wireologist first. Yeah. Yeah. She, you know, quietly, she she helped Stringer get his first movie role, but that's another story for another well, day. Well, I think Idris Elba, like, did you ever watch Luther? Oh yeah, I thought that I thought that series that was, was fantastic. Yeah, that was dope. We we discovered Luther the same way we discovered the Thrones. Oh, okay, it was Christmas break. Uh huh. You know, you're in Georgia, one shit happening. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You stumble across some shit. Like, oh shit, what's this? Yeah, they're stringer. <laughs> they're stringer. Why <laughs> but, is he talking but funny? He, but he's talking like his natural self. Yeah. And then just, then you get hooked, and you end up three seasons. You end up, you know. Ten hours later, you've watched you know two seasons or whatever the fuck. Why can't they make that guy a star? Who a big a bigger star than he? Is. He should be bigger. Give the man time. Well, I mean, he's you know, like you in his forties. It doesn't matter. It's like you don't just go from one place and then just be poof like that all the time. I just but the man is working. Mm-hmm. He's constantly creating a body of work, and in Hollywood, you have to one go from the roles that they give you. Well, that's what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then, yeah. then yeah. you get to the stage where they're calling you, and you're you're being able to be able to pick and choose. Yeah. But then you have to really curate and craft what your legacy is going to be. And you know, it's sometimes it's it's not as simple as I mean, Denzel. He, you know, he's still working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's created himself as a, but he's not like you know some. No fucking Tom Cruise as like box office. Well, nobody's you know, Tom. You know like he's the biggest movie star. But, of all but I'm just saying, yeah. it's like it's not as easy as it sounds. Yeah, no, I just I, I guess it's just me being a fan of his, right. like wanting more. Like, I mean, Dark Tower didn't do that well. I haven't seen it, uh, but he's got this movie with him and Kate Winslet where they're in a plane crash, and I I don't know. I hope he doesn't die. I just don't want him to die. 
Well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know who's selecting, and I don't know what's yeah. the right formula for his selections. He's yeah. doing fine. Yeah, he's fine. He no, he's he's, he's doing he, well. He's, he's a, you know he about to be a salt and pepper sex symbol for the ladies or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he's fine. He'll be all right. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Nobody crying over his. Well, I'm not interest. crying over. I just think he's great. I just think uh, I don't think he gets enough credit. You know, no doubt. Yeah. And speaking of not a lot of credit. <laughs> Um, you know my my selection for winning the summer yes. outside of TV uh-huh. is old Cardi B. Okay, Cardi B won. She won. Goddamn. She she took herself from one place and went to a totally other place. Mm-hmm. She got a song that ran the whole summer. Yeah. She she has managed to come from reality TV. Well, come from the strip from the streets to the strip club to reality TV. To get in the respect of, you know, the intelligentsia. Mm-hmm. Some kind of way. And I don't know how she did it. But the proper black women, you know what I'm saying? The proper the proper people the is, giving, they like is giving Cardi B her motherfucking props. I, I can't be mad at I don't, it. I, but I don't understand how she got there. Maybe Idris may need to learn something from Cardi B because she... Did it at least to a, she went from one place to a, a higher place real fast? Yeah, and she kind of lapped, didn't weren't there? I'm not. Didn't she kind of lap some of the people that were trying to do with in her like some I mean, of that were trying to do what she I mean, was doing? She skipped over everybody. Yeah. the only person really left is like Nikki. Okay, and she she actually um, Bodak Yellow was the highest charting song for a, a female hip hop artist since. Nicki Minaj's Anaconda. Mm. So she put herself in a whole new space. She's selling out clubs. You know what I'm saying? She's doing a motherfucking thing. Do you think she could? Uh, yes. Get an album? Like albums? Like, well, you know, I'm never going to listen to a Cardi B album. Okay. <laughs> but I'm, so you're asking the wrong person. Okay. But being a marketer and being somebody who studies the game, right. as a cultural anthropologist, sure. per, per se, self proclaimed. <clears throat> No, I think you are, man. Big, I, big, big yourself up a little listen, bit, man. Listen, listen, listen. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I think there's a place, and she has found a place that is won't be challenged no time soon. Right. And she can sit there and actually produce from that space and actually make a good life for herself. Can't so, be mad at that. So if she could keep making nice songs that people people could jam to in the club, she's gonna be fine. Um, she's already so raw that it's nothing to hide. It ain't like she could say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. She said all the wrong shit and came up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, where can she go? There's nowhere, nowhere else to go. So if she goes and continues to make good songs, which I think people will give her better beats, you know what I'm saying? She'll be able to work with better producers because she did chart so high. Yeah. And she has this attention. Plus, she's still on the reality show. So she has another outlet that's already there that they don't have to create. What do they call that? It's um, it's not the it's not the three sixty thing, but it's just like she's spreading herself out and she's got like the social media aspect thing going, the yeah. music, the TV. Yeah, so she'll be fine. Yeah, she's telling a story on multiple platforms, and, and that's she, what you have to do. And now, she's right? very fluent at it. Yeah. So, which you know what I'm saying brings us to another person who is you know well. Is like she's like not not that she's I don't I don't know about her lyrics you know what I'm saying I okay. don't know much about I know the one song okay you know what I mean but in a way that like 
say Rihanna, right? Yeah. Rihanna is Rihanna because she can she can go in multiple platforms and be. So she's able to keep people's attention if she has a record out, if not. You know what right. I'm saying? She can go on the Twitter, she can go on the Instagram and change the conversation just by going, by showing up. You know right. what I mean? And she's able to do that. It's an art. Like people say, you know what I'm saying? But what about the talent? In the 21st century right now, that is the talent. Being able yeah. to keep people's attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? And being able to spark the conversation, being able to start it, being able to jump in it whenever you want to, being able to to gain weight and then tell people shut the fuck up. And it looks good on her. But I think most women You like thick Rihanna over skinny Rihanna? I think I just like Rihanna. <laughs> when I was thinking about I was thinking about this, like it's something about a woman. I I'll use this example. This girl, when I was in high school, this girl was two years older than me. She went. To, she was in school with my cousins. What grade were you in? I was tenth. She was in twelfth. Yeah, that man. You were very. Uh, yeah, your eyes was wide. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful girl, cheerleader, fine, just a very hot. She was dope. Years fast forward. Years later, I'm in the barber shop back home, and I look down. I look at her. I was like Nicole, and she was like, Yeah. And she's like, You remember me? You know, we were talking and everything, and she just became like a woman mm -hmm. she was thicker mm -hmm. she had a kid or two and no she looked great had like that she, grown woman yeah on. it's like she looked like it's just like how uh beyonce looks after giving birth to well she's twins? in houston yeah and, and the and the she gave birth to some twins and then had some and twins she left she over got that, she got that grown woman on yeah her. so that, i think that looks that's that's attractive <laughs> I mean, what, else, what else can you say? Like she looks fucking great. That's attractive. That's attractive. Uh, I mean, I don't hell know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like it's Rihanna. So she's like she's got the socks, the Fenty things. Socks cost thirty bucks. She's got the the cosmetic line. That I think came that out. made the most noise with the cosmetics. Because, yeah. No, not that it didn't exist, but it just gave a a wider, bigger voice to that. There needs to be more colors, right? For more color type of people and she's and and she's made the product inclusive to if there's somebody that's really pale we want to mm -hmm. have have it for her if it's somebody that's brown we want to have it for the brown girl we want to have it for everybody the full spectrum all inclusive mm -hmm. and you can get it at sephora i've never been to sephora i know women like it <laughs> and i know that they go there and like that's their sephora is a big deal yeah that's their footlocker or whatever yeah, i don't know <laughs> you know whatever, whatever that's <laughs> their what are like dudes we like what Sneakers, yeah, we like sneakers. GameStop or some shit, yeah. and that's where they. Sephora is a one stop shop. Yeah, for for everything, you know what I'm saying. Getting yourself done, getting right? Up, smiled up, you know. Yeah, what I mean? and she's there. And, right. And listen, man, these people aren't no fools, man. She didn't get there because you know what I'm saying she's the best singer in the world. She got there because she caps the she can capture people's attention. And that's what she does, along with singing, along with going city to city doing shows and halfway dancing but looking good while doing it. You know what I'm saying? She make people look. She make people talk. And that's the that's the golden ticket in this day and age. And she was in Battleship. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else she was in, but she was in a, a movie recently. She's been in movies. And she's in the movies because... Because you know she's Rihanna. Because she could go say, I'm in this movie and people going to listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not that she's a great actress or nothing like that yet. I believe that one day she will become a great actress. 
Maybe a good actress. Hey man, they put all these white girls in there that could barely act. Well, why yeah. not Rihanna? I don't, I don't pay attention to that type of stuff. I so, do. You know, I but, don't know. No, I'm just saying. Why? Why not her? That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, all these opportunities are there. She should take them. Yeah, she's, and that's and that's what's happening. I see. That's what I'm saying, man. Black women right now are having that moment that hip hop had. Yes, when, you you were talking about it like last week. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a. I, I might talk about it all the time. No, that's great. No, it's. Like, I agree with you. It's, it's, speak on it. It's like they winning, but in their way, and they mm-hmm. have that. They they. You know what I'm saying? Remember how when you seen a motherfucker walk across the stage and grab his nuts and shit? And mm-hmm. Like ah, you know what I'm saying? Let me hear you say ho. Oh. Yeah, you know and that was like a man thing to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? They are doing the same shit in their way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rihanna is. You know what I'm saying? Cashing checks and taking names and shit, and like you got you know Issa Rae who right. who is the face of Cover Girl now. Which, wow, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Which she has yeah. taken her own. That's the see. That's what I'm saying. Like you take somebody who doesn't fit the standard mold of what's already there. They come through, kick down the motherfucker dough, and then next thing you know, it's like you know what? You got that pretty chocolate skin. Let me let me let, yeah. let you be the you know, the model for us. What do you think? I want to get back to that, but what do you think is the spark? that ignited that flame like can you trace that for, who? for the just the movement for women for black girl magic no like, it's i mean it's, come on man it, it wasn't one spark they've been building this fire for a long well that's what i mean like as a cultural yeah. anthropologist right. i want i want to i just want to know it's what you think build. it's yeah. a slow build it went from you know they've been holding shit down since the plantation on this, of course on they this have. continent you know yeah. what I'm saying? they've been the stars mm-hmm. from from then you know what right. I'm saying? they were the gateway you know what i mean shit <clears throat> Then it's a slow build from there. As as we move into free society mm-hmm. and as, you know what I'm saying, we move into, you know, being educated and getting jobs and shit. Mm-hmm. They you know what I'm saying, because they have been holding shit down for a certain kind of way for mm-hmm. so long, you put them in a corporate space or in a comp in competitive space where all they have to do is compete and the biggest threat is, you know what I'm saying, cashing the check. Mm-hmm. They come from a place where the biggest threat was, you know what I'm saying, they could they could kill your husband, they could sell him off, they could, you know what I'm saying, they could take yeah. you, rape and pillage you, you know what I'm saying? They could take your kids. They coming from a space where where the the biggest what what's the biggest threat? I might get fired. You ain't gonna beat them. But the 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 to answer your question, the flashpoint was social media to mm. me. Okay. That's what I wanted. When, That's when, more of what when, I wanted. When, yeah. when Twitter came about and you had the Twitter and it's just talk mm-hmm. and then people started like people like uh, Baby Smith was was tweeting live tweeting The View as a TV show I started to realize that no when Baby live tweeted the Oscars on Facebook mm-hmm. and that shit was crazy where you couldn't even get on a site cause everybody was was on there fucking chatting with her once you put that energy and that skill set and to be able to express your feelings in a way and that's slick and that's funny and that's you know what I'm saying smart, like in a Twitter, yeah, you wasn't gonna beat them talking on Twitter. You're not gonna beat no black woman talking on Twitter. No, you're not. Not now. Not ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got all the lines. They got all the wit. They got, you know what I'm saying? They got the intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you could get on there and talk your talk and, you know what I'm saying, be cool and, you know what I'm saying, do some witty shit and, you know what I'm saying, be funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, start start a little, you know what I'm saying, trending topic or something. Right. 
but you're not going to beat them day in and day out from the simplest shit to the most important Never. shit. Yeah. They going to, because that's, they used to being able to express themselves. They used to society, to, to the world expecting them to have feeling and emotion. You know, and see, we not equipped with that yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now that that's what it is, and that's what people expect, and that's what that's what translates. You're not gonna beat them, and that began the moment where it's like, oh shit, we could use this voice to do whatever. We could use this voice to to push a hashtag up mm-hmm. and and take over the Twitter for the night. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We could use this shit to take Shonda Rhimes' show and make it the number one most watched shit ever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And once they discovered that, it was over. That's why Issa Rae got the show. Because when she had Awkward Black Girl and she tapped into the uh, audience of black women that had never been tapped into or talked to in that way, in a scripted format, they engaged. And they engaged heavily. Right. And she engaged back with them. And they could have those conversations and they could talk and they could move the Move it, and so you got a web series that's getting the same kind of talk as you know what I'm saying, a television a, show, a, a cable show, right, right. You know what I'm saying. So then the queen, who was like the Russell Simmons of this movement, like uh, Shonda Rhimes, said, "Hey, let's let's take Issa Rae, let's put you in the system." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And here we are. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a it's a it's a we're living life in marvelous times, despite despite. You know the gloom and doom of the government. I think that's something that that uh, stokes the flame of creativity and 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 art. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think as artists, you know, I think that's the way that we fight. I mean, you know, maybe I'm I'm not the most like, what do you say, like the biggest activist on the world, but I feel like my contri- contribution to the culture is being a good being a good comic, being a mm-hmm. good actor, right. and 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 being that putting those images being a part of the movement in that way i think everybody has to you know find their lane right one thing that was interesting someone on facebook last week uh posted uh they said remember when when beyonce was case's girlfriend and uh i think it was happily ever after mm. when she was just like the video girl right and i was like holy oh. shit i don't remember that you don't <laughs> like late 90 uh Case was oh shit. Now I'm gonna ruin this. <laughs> Guess what I did today? Shit, we got a singer. It was happily ever after. Okay, he was. I think he was getting married to her in the video. Mm-hmm. So that was like what, like, uh, like late nineties. Right. I don't even know if uh, the first Destiny's Child record came out yet. But like, just from her being in that, so she from was a the, little girl. Yeah, she was my like. She's like my like. She's probably like thirty six now. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, but but how old was she then? She's like probably if I was eighteen or nineteen, she was like eighteen. She's okay. like a year younger. So than Destiny's me. Child was out. Yeah, they was out ninety seven. I remember my f- senior year of high school, they came. I was like, all of them were to me. All of them was fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, that to me, like I guess writing is on the wall was my favorite of that. I remember you R and B dude though. I'm more of an R and B guy. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you said that the last time you. Were yeah. There. But like that, that like as far as like, I mean they they were since in vogue. I mean we hadn't had anything, you know, since then. At the time, can yeah. you pay my bills? Can mm-hmm. you pay my telephone bills? Even the B sides, <laughs> even the B sides on that on that album was 
were pretty hot. Yeah. I remember because we when that album came out, Writing Is on the Wall came out. I was a, I was doing this uh, travel. It was in this like traveling kids theater show in Prince George's County, and we would just play that single all the time. Which one, Bill? Bill's was a, the So Good record. Mm-hmm. I want you to know so. Oh, I'm not gonna yeah. sing. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, ruin. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Is that nigga can't sing in the comments. This motherfucker all in the conversation singing and shit. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I say, <laughs> listen to my podcast, you hear me sing and shit. Nah, no doubt. No but doubt. um, yeah, like she's come a long way. Just that, that evolution is is pretty incredible, and I just I just hope it keeps going. Well, you know, that brings us to you know, well, not to it brings us back to old Issa Rae. Yes, yeah, and old Insecure, mm-hmm. which you know landed at HBO. It's in its second season. We ran through this season, and now we come to the finale. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And um, are you an uh, insecure watcher? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. I've been down since Awkward Black Girl. So I, oh, okay. So yeah, you, D- yeah, Damien put me on to it. Like, what was it? Like 2011, 2012? Whenever it was. Yeah. So you got to check this out. I was like, I'm in. Yeah, Awkward Black Girl was some fun shit. Yeah, it was a fun it's show. Especially for, for the web. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it was a big disconnect between tv and and you know the web yeah now all that shit is kind of the same <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> it is but yeah but it was it was a different time and space so <clears throat> you know we had the finale what you think i really liked it i think they set us up for uh some interesting things to happen i just really like just even taking it from the pilot to the way things simmered to a boil uh, and just and and then with this past season, her and Lawrence like that that fight had to happen. Like it wasn't pretty, but it had to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am concerned about Molly. I think she's gonna have to. She's gonna be heartbroken. By who? Dro. The, I mean, she's already been heartbroken by Joe. The, she already Dro. know that the shit with Dro is some bullshit. The, the, but. It's a better bullshit than you know, saying mediocre sex and shit. Yeah, she. So you don't think she? She. She just didn't. Well, she's she's gonna she's head in. She's all in. She's gonna be fucked up when she find out that shit ain't real. Do you think? Shit. Do you think that Dro's wife know? Do you think they're in I an open relationship? What do I don't, you think? I don't. I. I don't think there is a real open relationship there. I don't think it is. I either. think he's running his program. He's running his I'll be sure. He, he, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns the, hybrid. The whole shit of. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> the whole shit where he where he lost. You know, I'm, I was cool. I was like Drew running his shit. Like he, you know, what I'm saying letting this shit be known up front. Yeah, I'm man. You know, what I'm saying he running a real program. Spoke here. some Spanish you to her and saying? shit. Well, not even not all that shit. I'm just saying from. <laughs> perspective of they they got a lot of chemistry they grew yeah. up together you know what I'm saying they know each other in a way that no one will ever know them you know right. what I'm saying when you come up with people like that though you know people are never gonna know your 12 year old self right you know what I'm saying or your 15 year old self sure. they never gonna have seen you come from that place right so that is always a, a, a that's a space of, of safekeeping you know what I mean because only a very few Know that and make it to your adult life to be able to relay it back. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 a rare space. And then he was like, you know, my you know, my you know, everybody know what the deal is. I thought, you know what I'm saying, he was on the up. I told you what it was. And, yeah. Until that nigga said, 
hey, let me go out that purse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, how you going to yeah. go out first? <laughs> like, what, what, what's that? If if it's if it was real, everybody could walk out when they walk out. Yeah, but for that to go, see, it's always. I think it's always the embarrassment on the wife. It's like that the the so called agreements where, like, if you're an athlete and you're married, the the wife is usually like, "Don't embarrass me." Right. I know you're gonna do these things. Mm. Don't embarrass me. Right. And it's not until the embarrassment happens where everything all falls apart and i just feel like that's goes part and parcel with with what's going to happen uh i think i'm thinking let's just say i wouldn't be surprised if there was a pregnancy involved mm. i mean think he's gonna get molly pregnant he might it might happen i don't know but that's deep. That's a theory. I, I was just thinking like she, because I, I right. tweeted it like that last uh, episode. What is that? Seven? The so, one before the, the finale? Did so, they do eight? I think huh? they did eight episodes, right? I don't, whatever. But what the penultimate episode before the finale? Right. I, I was like, she's, I wouldn't be surprised if she got pregnant. Right, right. I mean, that's possible. That's yeah. grown folks shit. Yeah, it's grown folks that's, shit. That's the thing about the show. The thing about that show is, is that any, any of that grown folks shit can't happen. Because they got it all on the table right now. And it's not, and I don't want your listeners to think like, I'm, she's going to get pregnant. Like she's no, like, no, my listeners, like, like it's some. Wait, 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 wait. We yeah. were in the conversation. Okay. See, our listeners know that we might not know all the facts. Yeah. But we're going to be in the conversation. Well, you guys were pretty right about power. Like you were, you guys were mostly pretty spot on about what was going to happen. Oh. I didn't say we was no dummies. No, I know that. I know that. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that. Like, it's not like a plague on Molly's houses. Not she's not like Hester Prynne or anything like Man. that. It's just like that could happen. And I, right. and part of the concern, the concern for Issa too. Like, what if she, you know, what what if what happens with this pregnant? If there was a pregnancy, right? And then that's that's grown folk shit that right. happens. You know what I'm saying? And that's what yeah. happened in real life. And Molly get, you get caught up in some grown right. folk shit. You know, you had to deal with it one way or the other, Mm -hmm. you know. But um, back to the finale. All right. So Molly, you know, ends up with Dro. Mm -hmm. But what happens to the nice guy? Oh, man, I feel bad for him. Why? I can relate to Quentin. I can relate to the 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 pastor body, <laughs> the pastor body sweat. But I I so knew Arell. That's his name, Quentin. Arell. Yeah. Rell, okay, he got the pastor body. I I felt like he was laying in that. He was laying the groundwork mm-hmm. with that popcorn, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, the, take me out the next time." And I was like, "Oh shit, okay." He's he's putting it into play, and then he's going out. They're they're going out. They're kicking right. it. They of course they have great chemistry. I've been there. Right. Like he's like, oh, we've, I'm make, making her laugh and making right. her do this and that. And then I'm glad he, I'm, I'm glad they hooked up. Right. But I don't think anything's going to come out of that. Now, <clears throat> all right, let's take the hook up, right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, he, they were in the office. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, he didn't expect it. It was a right. part of him a little bit off guard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't look like he was in full control of the situation. She threw it on him. She threw it on him. You know what I'm saying? He was kind of mild-mannered about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when when the girls got together and they talked about the sex, it was like, you know, it was wrangling. Yeah. You know, in, in, you know, in the spirit of D. Lemon. It was, right. It was wrangling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, <clears throat> can a dude come back from wrangling? I don't know. 
Because Dro is hitting her with the, you know what I'm saying? And we only know that because we privy. We see, right, But we this see. happens every day in real life. You hook up yeah. with a chick. You don't know who the Which last dude was, you know, how yeah. he putting his game down. And you know what I'm saying? You just you just in the situation. You're like, okay, I like yeah. this girl. I really like her. She's my colleague. So I can't really do it any old kind of way we in the office. Mm-hmm. Got down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The office stuff is, yeah, you can't. So I've been there. Uh, you can't, you can't. Uh, yeah, you can't. It's, so you know, I mean, what's to come of him? Like, is she just gonna throw him away? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or is she just gonna lay him down with the friend zone? Can you go back to the friend zone after that? After the hell hunt? yeah, you could not get no more, not get any more, or just, if just friend zone ignored. or worse. Friend, the worst is you know what this ain't gonna work. You know we shouldn't talk. And they, but the problem is they were real cool, and they yeah. and he he really. Out of everybody, he's given her real solid advice, advice that's based on real shit. He's not a G. Just, right. I, but see, the thing, the interesting thing about Quentin, and I'm trying, I can't think of the Sterling K. Brown character, but the, the nice guy that let Dro go oh, with, yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah, like, was. it was something, did, she, he was not, he, he was wasn't not, bringing no value. Right. He wasn't this, on the same level as Quentin. Right. Because so, see, what he did, what he was doing the nice guy who Molly brought to the cookout or whatever or to the wedding. That guy, he was nice for himself. Mm-hmm. He was he was projecting the perfect pitch. He's nice on paper. Yeah, because she's like, what do you do again? Right. She don't, but he's not connecting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not saying or bringing anything real to her, to the right. situation. So out there, if you're listening, you know what I'm saying, when you connecting, you know what I'm saying, it's not just because you a bad motherfucker and you, you know what I'm saying, you got your shit right and you, you know what I'm saying, you're looking good, you got on the, the new shit. Right. It's what you bring in to the scenario, what you, how are you affecting the other person, you know what I mean? And the more you can affect that person, the more connection it is. I don't think we've seen the last of Quentin. No, we haven't. We couldn't have. That's why I brought it up. And in my heart of hearts... I want Quentin for Molly. And that's how you're going to say it. You're going to say that shit like her daddy. Well, because I, because I, because you know, like I, I can see myself in a lot of these characters Mm -hmm. and, and, and if I was on, I'm thinking if I was on the show, the person most likely like me would be Quentin. Mm -hmm. Like the nice guy, funny dude, like chemistry with, with Molly. Maybe she, maybe there's other, you know, the the guy that was on NBA 2K17, like that that <laughs> he was in that. That's right. who I remember right, him right, from. Right, I was right. like, all right, but like he he's the the shiny car mm-hmm. that may not get you a lot of mileage. It, I mean, it looks but see, good. But I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on Dro though. I'm not gonna like, hate him. He's because Dro got his hooks. Dro is the the perfect one to have his hooks in it. I, I, they, right. they did a good job he's, with writing. He's him. having sex with her, right? She's give, he's giving her what she he, wants. He could take her all the way back. He could, yeah. you know, what I'm saying he could support her from a surface level of emotion mm-hmm. because she trusts him. They right. trust each other. You know what I'm saying? So that he he got a lot of key elements, which is going to make the heartbreak even worse. Exactly. He and got a lot of key elements. He just can't close because he's not in a position to close. And because because of the way that the show set us up, I think we're going to see that's what's going to make it just her world's going to come crashing down. Damn. And she knows it, but she can't tear She tear can't even away. help herself. She can't help herself. Can't help herself. So, 
no good but so good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think it's just gonna be a. It's and I think Molly will she will bounce back. Molly, Molly is a G. Yeah, and and see that's the thing about what this show does. It shows you that you know what I'm saying we 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 take it like. We look at shit like, oh, he broke her heart. Like, like the woman is so fragile and mm-hmm. shit. But what they're doing is putting these women in these situations that, that, that totally erases that concept, and then right. they could, you know, they could write it in to where they rise out as strong yeah. as people and get shit done and and live real nice and have the shit win in the end. And shit like that happens. Right. Shit, Cardi B is the top of the charts right now. It's like even if we like we talk about like. You know, movie like Girls Trip, where that that marriage. Oh shit! Okay, but we won't but talk you know, about it. I know it's cool, but I haven't seen it. So, okay, you know, I won't say anything. But I know the general gist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just, I just think what makes this show so great is that it's grounded in a reality that we've never seen. People that are that are in their early to mid thirties, like we, it's just so. It's just done so well, and I, and I think the reason why a lot of people were. I don't know if they were too like. How come they're not wearing any condoms? Or how they, come they showed a condom in this episode? They did. Yeah. No, what in the past? Like they yeah. were, you know. No, I mean, I, I, didn't I see actually, it. I, I see it. it was on the it was on the fucking countertop when okay. they panned back. You see the gold wrapper, you know, so okay. outside of it. Yeah. So, so they did show it this time. Well, you know, that's just an example of how people just they're they're a little ain't nobody too. Got, ain't nobody got time to be showing nobody putting on a condom yeah, in a thirty minute show. Yeah, it's like and it's like. People are really precious with these characters where I would say, even though I don't watch Game of Thrones, there's some detachment that you can have where these are dragons and there's this is fantastical. But this guy the dragons is real. All right. Fuck out of here. Sorry that, that you uh, what you talking about, man. Them sorry, dragons this, is real. This, this, them realest niggas on the goddamn show, nigga. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, man. Like there's more I know you're making fun. <laughs> but it's, it's more it's more it's grounded in a reality where it's like, oh, this guy saying some of the same shit that I've said to people or she and, said to me, like women have said to me. And it's right. like because it, it makes us look at ourselves and then sometimes we might not see what we like. No doubt. And and the thing about it is, if you look at a lot of this shit, even the Thrones, even the mm-hmm. even the fake shit, you're gonna see. Yourself oh, of course. In it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're gonna see yourself in that shit, and that's what makes it so good that you can make something fake, and actually have your have people see themselves in the the fake world that you created. Yeah. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Insecure. Let's let's talk about Issa. You know what I'm saying? Issa. She launched herself. She's like season one. She's season one Lawrence, like for the first half. Where now? Oh, so now she broke and now disgusted. She's broke and homeless <laughs> and in her car wrecked. Because what is it? Like the first couple episodes, they called Lawrence a was homosexual. She, oh wow! That was a thing. The think pieces. They were like, now Lawrence is a homosexual, and wow. this is what guys do, and this is, you know, so she's become. Yeah, niggas do that shit. She's become. Of course they do. She's become. She's become what she's despised mm-hmm. in, in in a certain way uh now are you asking me what my ho- what i think is gonna happen with her for the next season or do what no 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 just no, like no, in, so we, we doing a recap of the finale and shit I, and we discussing i think she's coming to terms with herself and i think there's gonna be like i think right now she's in her she's make in a transitional state mm-hmm. she's in her chrysalis uh, I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna come out of it too, but not before she takes some 
bruises. Well, she's taking all the she's bruises. She's taking a lot. She's taking all the bruises. You know what I'm saying? She's she's setting herself up for more. She's going to live on Daniel. That's the dude named Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, she's yeah. going to live on Daniel's SoundCloud, couch. nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We just call him a SoundCloud, nigga. Yeah, that's what... Uh, he got a new album coming out, man. Y'all he does have a new album yeah, coming out? Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's finishing up the album. Y'all some haters. We'll see. I want to hear it first. Oh, damn. Oh, Y'all hating on damn shit. Y'all, just, you don't even like his music. You ain't even heard it. The only, thing I, didn't like about, the only thing I didn't like about him, <laughs> I didn't like the fact that he said, I guess there's payback or whatever the fuck he said. I was like, dude, Well, you know, up. niggas say stupid shit yeah. all the time. Like, I mean, you know, don't act like you ain't say no stupid I'm shit s- when you ain't mean to say no stupid shit. But it was like kind of like you're 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 in the you're in the red Listen, zone. He no, like but you're but on the two the, yard line. But see, the thing is, he confused in a motherfucker. You were sucking my thing. I bust. Mm-hmm. You got caught in the eye, which I didn't mean. I just bust. You know what I'm saying? So he first of all, he's totally confused to why he's even in this. Situation. He likes her. He definitely more likes than him. she likes him. I don't think it's more. I think she's protecting herself from him, and and she might not like him as much, but. In this, at this point in time, because you know, thing goes in waves. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, it goes in waves, and 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 right now he's in a situation to where you know he's not gonna, he's not intentionally trying to do her wrong. No, he's not. No, no, no. He, I don't think he's simping. I don't think he's no, no. no he ain't he got a likes, cape on. He picked her up. The car got wrecked. He picked her up. That's what a decent motherfucker will do. Though. I would do that shit too. He's ha- he's sleeping with her. He likes her. Mm-hmm. I think. Cause she was into her hotation, she's not a hoe. She realized that she can't just. Is there a difference? What doing hoe shit and being a hoe? Is there a difference? Where does the hoe come in at? I just think that's what they. That's what she and Molly labeled it. Right. What is it? What is it in in, in practice? Get you in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to (laughs) do. I would just say that she. She's not about that life. She right. wanted she's to try. Definitely she's not definitely about not the, about she's that definitely life. Definitely not about that life. She's not. She was hurt, and she tried to do. She did the same. She and Lawrence were like at. They were parallel, living these same mm-hmm. existence. Like you know, they're still in love with each other. Well, and and I think I think when you get in, when you starting to get grown, and you get into a grown folks situation, and you really. Uh, you know, saying you know yourself, you know your body, you know, you know, and then you you were presented with all of these options. You know, what I'm saying you're out of a relationship and you have all these options. I think it's just some real normal grown folks shit to try that shit. You know, what I'm saying po- try it, new shit, and try it's different posturing. shit, and like, it's like I can do this, and then who the fuck can tell me I can't? Nobody, nobody, because you grown than a motherfucker. Well, it's just posturing the same thing that guys do. Like, yeah, I'm going to just fuck all it. You know, like the same thing, the same. What's uh, he's telling Chad? Yeah, these two girls are. I'm about to hook up with these girls, I think. And he's like, oh, he shit. He ain't about that life. Right. He's not all. either. And then Issa's <laughs> telling my, yeah, I'm going to get my hotation, girl. And she's like, oh, this ain't, but, this ain't but they go the thing. I don't even want them together no more. I don't really think they should be together that either. That shit is fucked up. And no. they, 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 you know, I know you could write it right. Yeah. But in real life, that shit ain't gonna be right. What you think about that friend request? That got me. I think I think that's real shit. I think that's real shit. They came to a they had a little heart to heart. He they cried. Motherfucker, you cry, you could be friends on Facebook. When you cry yeah. with a motherfucker, y'all y'all you yeah. ought to be friends on Facebook I mean, he, at least. He had we have to talk about the Carl Thomas sweater he had on, everybody's talking about. <laughs> I I you know, uh I think 
that that got that kind of struck me because I was last year I had a situation that yeah, I was you like had a Carl Thomas sweat on. I did not have a call. I had a, all up, all the way up to your ears. No and shit. <laughs> emotional. I knew <laughs> you win. Yeah, we get no, the singing. I, he on. had a he had a like uh, I had a polo shirt on and it was summertime and and just uh, was in this situation I thought was gonna be like oh this is gonna be this is. You get to the point where you're like, oh, this could be something. Mm-hmm. And then it was it was shut down. And then for self-care, what Lawrence did, he blocked her. He blocked her on Facebook. Sucker shit. He took you think it's you think it's sucker shit? Well, you know, it's self-care. It's, I think definitely, it's, self-care. it's definitely self-care. Like I think like I But you could just not go on her motherfucking shit. But what if you you're scrolling? You just scroll on past. You just scroll I, on past. But, I, but see, I didn't I never dated in the in, in the, the scroll era. It's different. You know what I'm saying? I didn't date in the scroll era, but it seemed like that like would be to some to see her shit. Instagram, like to see but her it, living her best life without you. In my era, you were actually seeing them in real life and had to deal with the shit. Yeah. So I don't think I would be, I, ain't, I wouldn't be mad about no motherfucking pictures because you know she fucking, she, you know what I'm saying? Right, she you grown, already know. She fucked on you. So yeah. y'all ain't together, so you know already. But Lawrence be on some sucker shit like he was with Punjabi. Um, what's her name? Wow, the what? views of Ali Muhammad do not remember. No, Aparna. Aparna. I just fucked up the name. Don't don't. Get, I was, but I let you know which direction. And you know who the fuck I was talking about. I know no, you're talking about. Like I'm, I'm not. Act, I'm not acting like. I just wouldn't have said that. The, the, no, but I would have said his coworker. But, but see, I know what you're where I'm you. from, you go descriptive. I feel you. I, I knew you, what you were saying. I didn't can remember a name. And if I have offended anyone on the <laughs> listeners of the podcast, it was not really my, I didn't my intention I to offend. I feel you. Alicia Keys talking girl. Nah, she she's from Atlanta. She she got that Atlanta voice. She kind of sounds like her a little bit. Who, Alicia Keys? Aparna sounds like the woman the actress playing. But see, the funny part was when, when she was talking, I was like, she sounded like she's from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a you know. I think she is right. A, and then we looked up, and she actually was. Yeah, she's so gorgeous. My wife's from Atlanta, but she don't sound like that. But I know people from Atlanta that did have that type of mm-hmm. inflection. Gotcha. There's a certain Atlanta. There's a certain type of Atlanta that she was pulling off right there. Yeah. Upon her. That's her name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about <laughs> what do you think about her? Upon her. I think upon her was cool. I think upon her was was real. She was a real motherfucker with her shit. Yeah. Like she was, you know what I'm saying? She was a perfect layup. She was yeah. an alley You know what I'm saying? Like, hey man, don't, we ain't even gotta be all what you trying to, you know what I mean? She was just real chill. She bought that, you know, hey, come on with it. You, you know what I mean? But that motherfucker again is not about that life. He's on some old sucker shit. And he couldn't take it. He couldn't take yeah. that type of relationship at that moment in time. She he he missed out on two good girls. Who was Tasha? Tasha was a good girl. He wasn't going to never appreciate Tasha. Right. It was too easy for him. Aparna. Aparna, he just was, he just too. She's a cool chick. He missed out on all all the damn chicks. Every chick he came in line with, he's fucked up. Yeah. Because he on some sucky shit. Yeah. Um, Lawrence Hive. Yeah, I'm not about that. (laughs) I'm Lawrence Tripper. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got to figure some shit out. But you, so what, what were you going to say about a partner? Just, just. Oh, no, no. I was just, a partner was a real, she she's was a, a real one. A cool I mean, she's not really the, the main part of this. It's really Lawrence, Issa, Molly. Right. Right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but no. Fuck all that. Okay. Did you catch the Tiffany hotation? You, so do you think she's creeping on Derek? Hell yeah. And she's pregnant by somebody else. Maybe. 
So that's that's whatever. Listen, listen, man. Yeah. Derek, what's the name? Derek. Six Derek had out. Derek had said, you know what I'm saying? She at Issa House watching the motherfucker. What's the name of that show? She, uh, Do North. Do North. I hate slavery. God she, damn, she, that was. Funny. She she she. Yeah. Shout out to Pete Chapman who directed those little shorts. Oh, okay, that. You know what I'm saying? And yo, he. I wonder if he's. That's got to be like a web series or some shit. They got to do some interstitial. <laughs> that was it. They the, played it at the end. Oh, they played all of them. Yeah, they no. They played the whole shit. I didn't. You didn't watch the end. I just saw her go into Daniel's house, and that's oh, it. Oh, see, you we watched it on regular TV. Yeah. On HBO Go, they played the whole shit. How long was it? It's probably like 10, 15 Oh, minutes. shit. Okay, I'm going to watch it. All right. <laughs> Yo, that's... Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, they played the whole shit on HBO Go. That's fucking great. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> I hate... Sl- oh, Yo, they played all of the scenes. They put them all together so you could see how it play out. But who are we talking about? We are talking about... Uh, yeah, Aparna, Issa, what the fuck were we just saying? God damn it. Oh, shit. Come on, man. Who are you uh, talking about, man? Come on, Matt. You, oh, know, you, you got lunch over there, Matt. Um, oh, fuck, man. Issa, Daniel. My, oh, Tiffany. Tiffany, Tiffany, the hotel. Okay, yeah, yeah. You so, think she's- so, so Derek says, hey, Tiffany's watching Due North at Issa's. Yeah. And then when they go through Issa's part and they at the house, guess who ain't there? Tiffany ain't there. And then they already got this this secret thing that she don't tell everybody that they have that little situation. Mm-hmm. They don't say what it was or that. He was in a hotel for six months. Right. But they don't say why. Yeah. Maybe it was because she was creeping. Tiffany got some shit. Yeah. And they haven't played it out. Yeah, her shit is perfect. She got the baby. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. Yeah. But she didn't show up at the place where she told her husband she was gonna be. That's mm-hmm. a motherfucking problem. Right. And what about what about Derek Cause he's kind of he's kind of like schizophrenic or because at one point he was the M- MVP like two or three two or three episodes ago. What what's going on? No, go ahead. Oh, he, like he was he was like Matt is huffing and puffing over that. I don't know what's oh, okay. going on. <laughs> I see his text Matt, machine. Happening? I'm huffing and puffing. Eh? No, you said. <sighs> I'm just fat and out of shape. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you're throwing us off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what I just thought something. <laughs> uh, he, he was like the, a couple episodes ago, he was the MVP, told Lawrence about his shit. He told him about himself. He was like, yo, you're doing this. You kind of fucked up mm-hmm. and you need to get your shit together. Mm-hmm. I was like, Derek, MVP, good now, friend. Now what happened to Derek? He told him... Uh, on the finale he was like yeah you know uh yeah when tiffany was like talking to some guy at work i made him go away like but did he really that's what i'm saying we don't know he don't know now she out in the world yeah and like him and and chad they were like saying yeah you gotta get you gotta end that shit because that's some old some bullshit you can't listen to niggas when you when you're trying to trying to navigate a delicate situation you're trying to fix your heart but you're trying to keep your your new thing right yeah you know what i'm saying but you in your feelings about your little job and you know what I'm saying? right and the, the cash she done whoever she done mess with is too close to your heart look already fragile yeah he, he need to get himself together yeah he's he he not ready for prime time that's why it's called insecure so they're he definitely not ready for prime time he's not no and and when he get back with Issa, what makes him think the shit gonna change? It's still gonna be problems. It's still gonna because I call the shit motherfucking um. God damn it! What do I call the shit? I call the shit free radicals. Okay, free radicals. Like you're in a, you're it. in a situation, right? 
And then it's some shit that, that causes a stain on your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether it be you cheated, whether it be, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, motherfucker, you, you, somebody calls you at the wrong time in the night, you know what I'm saying? Whether it was, you know what I'm saying, straight up or not. Yeah. It's a free radical. It's a doubt. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a, as women would say, it's a note to self. And once you got these, the more notes and the more free radicals you have, and free radicals are things that just pop up and cause motherfucking sickness at, at free will. They might just lay dormant for most time, but then, you know, they're going to jump out. And a lot of relationships have these things. You have to work through them and you have to be grown about them. But the type of dude Lawrence is seeming to be, he ain't going to never let her live down the fact that she fucked Daniel. No. You know what I'm saying? It's, and now she's living on Daniel's couch, which adds more history. You know what I'm saying? He 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 ain't going to never let that go. And I don't think they're going to get back together. Okay. Because they showed us that La La Land 500 Days of Summer shit. That shit was like a black uh, romantic comedy. Yeah. They're not going <laughs> to, they're not going to, a, a Judd Apatow joint. They're not going to do that. Shit. Because they showed us Man, that what shit. What the fuck is the point? Now you, of them getting, you think now, they should. Now Lawrence just going to be a character on the show? I think it's the push and the pull. It's like the will they, won't they type shit. Then they need to just abandon them all together and make somebody else the leads. I think I think his story's gonna be I think if maybe his his evolution is gonna be interesting too. I mean but then at the same time all three of them have to be connected. Or right. like Issa is the Issa is what do you call that in geometry? Like the apex or something? The vortex the and what I was trying to sound smart. The vortex ain't in no geometry. The parabola. That shit is in meteorology. All right. Some, somebody somebody on SoundCloud. This nigga don't know shit about math. I was not that good at math. That shit is from the weather. A vortex. I'm thinking the apex, the the point where, whatever. It's about the three of them. Uh-huh. The triumphant. Yeah, the triumvirate. <laughs> but I, I, think, I think he's always going to be like one of her satellites. He's always going to be Yeah, and that's, around. that's that's real life, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You 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 out there in the world, y'all got some history, y'all got some connection, y'all might, you know what I'm saying, be able to support each other in a, in the next life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever that may be, however that may shape up. Right. Um Tiffany is going to play a more prominent role next season. She's got to. You can't you can't I don't think you can't have anybody like Amanda Seals playing a part like that. And not really utilize her. Yeah, but you know, you had to. It was Issa's show. So yeah, no, it's to, her show, but yeah. it's almost like you got a. You got like shit. I'm gonna get fried for this. Like you got but some. You who's be a, scared, man? You got like I'm trying to think. The first person that right. no, no, no. The first person that comes to mind. Who's like who wants? I don't even know who won Six Man of the Year last year. You got somebody like like a Jamal Crawford coming off you have to you know, use her at some right, right, use her right, right, at right. some point but i like the six man on motherfucking insecure is the light-skinned friend of, of lawrence chad yeah he's, he's funny like, yeah, hey, yeah. this nigga on planet of stick <laughs> <laughs> yeah that motherfucker got the lines yeah and he he delivered them. he's, he's somebody, a sniper yeah he's somebody that i know i know that motherfucker everybody yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and yeah. he all as like somebody else said on on twitter he's like and he always light-skinned because <laughs> it's, it's a certain privilege to the fucking way he deliver his shit <laughs> yeah people use that meme of him sipping the tea or whatever he's got whatever he's drinking 
Yeah, I don't. But they're just not good friends for Lawrence. At least that he shouldn't be asking them for advice. No, not if like when it, when it comes down to your real shit mm-hmm. and your 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 relationship, you really shouldn't be having to ask nobody for no advice. You could hear what your niggas is saying and shit, but you can't take that shit home. Your niggas can't because they, they can't tell you in a way that's tailor-made to your real self. That's kind of like what my dad tells me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because right. you got real shit in you that you ain't really, you can't even you can't even describe it to your friends in the right way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit you, that he ain't going to go back and tell him, tell them niggas that he cried in the kitchen no. with Issa. He, he didn't tell his homie that he, he couldn't even perform at the threesome. So right. his friend is not making... An intelligent de- decision based on all of the facts. So he's not telling them everything. That, yeah, that, that you know makes sense. You, yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. can give you the advice if they don't know all the facts, and ain't nobody gonna never know all the facts. So you have to rely on your heart and understand what's shit. going on inside of yourself. Yeah, and and then make the most intelligent decision based on you and the person that you're dealing with, and that's the only two people that can be informed on that decision. And that's shit. how real shit go. Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You're listening to your niggas, you're going to fail. So basically. They can only take you so far. Lawrence needs to listen to his heart. Lawrence has to listen to his heart. He has to fucking find himself. Yeah. And that's what he's not doing. What they're trying to show you is, is that he's, instead of finding himself, he's projecting himself on these outside relationships and yeah. things and sex and, you know what I'm saying, Tasha. And he can't hold it down because it's not It's not him. him. You right. know what I'm saying? So, and Issa, she's she's doing the same thing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's not dealing from a point of dealing with the motherfucking mirror. And mm-hmm. see, what happens is when you, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm going off, but when you get in a marriage or some shit, like I'm married. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you get in a marriage and some real shit that you, ain't, you can't run from, mm. the shit you dealing with is a mirror. You know what I'm saying? It don't show you your. You know how you look in the mirror. You see, oh shit, I'm flying shit. You look in this mirror. You see all the shit, all your faults, all your, you know what I'm saying, your weaknesses, all that shit that they know about you that you know what I'm saying. Nobody else don't know. You ain't looking at the mirror that everybody else see. You looking at that shit like, god damn, I need to work on that. I need to work on that shit right now. And once you start working from that perspective, then you could deal with your problems a lot easier because you're dealing with more with. Some you know yourself more. You know what it takes more. You know what I'm saying? And when you're dealing with that shit like that, then your problems become a lot simpler. Were you ever like Lawrence? Mm. I've said this on this show. I, I don't make the decisions Lawrence make. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? I've been in a situation. I I, I won't say Lawrence because I... Well, know. just in the situation where... You got to say, I need to change this and take my life to the next level or take my... Yeah, no doubt. Again, I, I always... My first introduction to a character like Lawrence was Terry McMillan's um, disappearing act character named Franklin. Okay. Was that the West, the Wesley Snipes play him? No, no. no see, the movie didn't have the most important part of the fucking book. But I'm just saying... I'm just yes, saying, is that the... Yes, guy? Okay. definitely the Wesley Snipes character. Got you. Who okay. was way too old to play the part. Okay. But... In that in that book, Franklin, the most important part of Franklin's character was that he was working on his constitution. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He lived in the YMCA, kind of homeless, but he did woodwork and he did it good. He was a great artist with his mm-hmm. woodwork. And he went to the lady, he was doing the woodwork in this lady's house. And then she loved the work that he was doing, and then he was fine and shit. And so she was, you know, was like, hey, what's right, up? Right. What's up? Then he got with her. And then you living in the Y, and you you got a girl that's chilling, and she living fly. You done made her house fly. You did all the woodwork in this bitch. And she like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you want to spend the night? Yeah, you want to spend the night. You don't want to go back to the Y with a bunch of dudes and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, she fine. You know what I'm saying? I've been in that situation okay. where her life seems a lot better than your shit. Mm-hmm. So you chill out over there more. Yeah, but in that, instead of working on your constitution, you working on her. You working on keeping her happy, mm. and she ain't gonna be happy because you ain't right. You know what I'm saying? So you abandon your constitution for a situation that you think is better, and that's when Lawrence is on the couch. Shit, Issa's life is better than his. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's easy for him to just come, be wake up, hey baby, hope up, you know what I'm saying, and go on with life. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, if you're not working on yourself, you can't hold that shit down. You know right. what I'm saying? That shit is going to evaporate because yeah. they looking at you to get out in the world and be who the fuck you going to be. They want you to be the lion roaring and tearing shit up. You know what I'm saying? And bringing back food and shit. Yeah. And beating on your chest. How they how that meme go like a, a shark don't complain about Monday. They go out, be scary, and eat shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what your woman wants you to do, and you ain't always. You don't always have the capacity to do that every day, especially when a motherfucker sitting right there next to you, looking at your ass 24 hours a day. You they gonna see some chinks in your armor, mm-hmm. and they hold all the secrets to where all your weaknesses at, and they know how to exploit them bitches. And if you ain't strong enough in yourself, that shit ain't gonna feel good when they exploit your weaknesses. But if your constitution right, they can't exploit your weaknesses. Could, I feel like you're talking directly to me. You are, but you're like, it's like about my life. I mean, it's real shit. That's grown folk yeah, shit. Yeah, it's a constant. It's like, I feel like, I feel like I'm a, I'll be honest. Like, I feel like I'm a work in progress and I can, and I can kind of see like the evolution. And if I look back, like, cause the show's making me look back at like past relationships. And I was like, if I was in a different place a different mindset i wouldn't have let that happen right or i would have said something different right like you're like who the fuck was that guy right but you don't get to be that guy you don't get to be you go until you go through it right and then you look in that mirror and be like damn because that's what was so hard for me like to be to be keeping 100 like was like last year was like i can't let myself get into this situation where i know that i'm gonna be hurt Mm-hmm. She already said this shit, mm-hmm. and it's no need for me because she, like, you think about like a relationship relationships that don't work, mm-hmm. and especially when they say, "Hey, this is my situation. I'm telling you up front, <laughs> this is what's going on right now, uh-huh. and this is I can't deal with this. You in this world right now, I cannot deal with this. Right, and you're like, but, but our, but this is like." But I like you. I'm into you. Yeah, you and then and then she says, "All right, but I told but you I this before. Told, I don't want you. That's some 500 days so of summer it, shit. So yeah. when it happened, you got to swallow that shit, right? And man up. So when she so when she said when this happened with this with someone last year, it was like she's telling me the writing's on the wall. Like this is every she told me, stay away. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, 
fuck, this hurts. And I stayed away. Mm-hmm. And I did the self-care by deleting from all the social media. And then she like, this punk-ass motherfucker couldn't even fight for me. Well, I have to tell you some shit about that off mic. Cause so when so when I saw that friend request come up on uh-huh. that scene, I was like, the opening chords to like I wish I never met her like right. came on in my head. So I was just Yeah. So I was just like, oh that that got me. I'm man enough to admit. I was like, ooh, Lawrence. Damn. Yeah. So Yeah, and and coming from that perspective, I could see why you say that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, at the end of the day, and I ain't going to talk too much more about this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know what I mean? You have to be able to deal with yourself and know what know what your limits are. If you know yeah. you can't fucking handle that shit, then you can't even be in that shit. Well, it wasn't even like this one. I, I guess this is- I wasn't talking my, about you. I was just No, saying. but yeah, yeah, no. It's because it's like, I I like, like you have to go through that heartbreak in order to say oh i noticed this these red flags Mm -hmm. this is what i need to stay away from and then but even though there's doubt it's just like i cannot go back to her twitter feed i cannot i'm not doing that but but the thing is is once you get past all that and you in a situation Mm -hmm. and a person is 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 playing on your weaknesses and telling you shit that that you don't like Mm -hmm. that you don't want to hear and it might be true though and it might be stinging your ass in the chest you got to learn how to receive that information and not break down, but break up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Go fix yourself together. Not break up the relationship, yeah. but go fix yourself. Right. You got That's real self-care. Self-care ain't running, ain't hiding, ain't blocking. Self-care is actually fixing your shit to where you know you have a deficiency that you need to strengthen up. You need to go work on that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, if you if, if, if we just went physical and your lady was like, nigga, you got man boobs and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, you, your feelings might be hurting shit, then you want to go. She right. She then, right. You, then you want to go, you know what I'm saying, fuck somebody who like fat boys and shit. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She yeah. like my man boobs and my wife don't support my man boobs and shit. Nah, nigga. Go to the gym. Go push up. Do some push ups, man. Yeah. Pull ups. You know what I'm saying? Get your diet together or something, man. Yeah. Get your shit halfway together. And then it won't be no problem. Because you know you wanted to get rid of them anyway. You just yeah. ain't want nobody saying it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And that's what happens across the board. If it's come to finances, if it comes to your career. Mother, your woman is sitting there looking at you. She know when you fucking slacking and when mm-hmm. you ain't doing what your potential is. And you don't like to hear that shit when she tell you. You know what I'm saying? But when you really go back and sit in your corner, the same shit she complaining about is the same shit you was complaining about to yourself. Mm-hmm. Same shit you got to fix. Don't get mad at her. Get good. Yeah. And everything be good. You got to, you know what I mean? Just want to see the lion roar. That's true. But that's all, man. I think we uh, we done talked to talk the head and the hole in the head. I think it might be about that time to transform and roll out. Okay. Tell them, tell them where you're going to be, man. Still no Spike Lee story. Two times on the show. No, we're not. Next we're time. We're not fucking talking about Spike no, Lee not. today, man. We, no, we, we don't have to. Hour 30 minutes, we done talked about Spike Lee the last three weeks. <laughs> my man. He, he important to the culture, man. I've, I've, I've resolved that part of my life. I'm going to let y'all know that my Spike Lee beef is officially done. I worked on myself. That's okay? what's up. I'm just giving you shit. Nah, man. Tell them where you're going to be. Uh, you can catch me at chrislamberth.com. I have a podcast called The Mundane Festival, which Ali has been on. Word. Go check that out. D Lemon's been on it. Uh, Go check that out. Instagram, Chris Lamberth. Uh, you, uh, next year, I mean, I, 
Catch me on uh, The Last OG with Tracy Morgan's new show on TBS. I think it's coming right. out in the fall. Just a, a little little small the part. The Last OG? Yeah. It's okay. a TBS show. You speak? I speak. Dang. Yeah, man. That's a big deal. If they don't cut it out. Oh, word, <laughs> I speak. Word. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing, I'm in a movie with Melissa McCarthy coming out next year. And She's in a movie? Yeah. High, high Maintenance on HBO. You um, on High Maintenance too? Yeah. Next, next season. Season where? two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was a fan of High Maintenance when it was a web series. Okay, yeah. When they expanded, when they expanded, it exposed, you know what I'm saying, more of their thought process. And I didn't like some of what I saw. Well, I'm going to be on there. You can catch me. <laughs> catch me on there next year, hopefully. Did you like your role? It was fun. I just, I... I mean, I don't want to. We'll talk nah, about nah, it. Off we mic, talk but about yeah, it. it was cool. It was yeah, just yeah, a no one one day of shooting. It was fun. It was nice, 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 nice. Yeah, man. Shout and, out to them because they did it. They did it the same way from the ground up. Mm-hmm. They went web series. Uh, they went to H- the Vimeo. Then they went to HBO. Yeah. Um, they came up from the ground up. It's one of the shows that I follow. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed yeah. it when it was a web series, and um, you know, I enjoyed most of it. It's just a couple of little, you know, political things that you know. Nah, I feel you. And I'm gonna watch the next season just to see if they continue it or did they change their ways. That's, that's, the that's the only way you can. But find uh, out. you know, saying you can find me at Mr. Muhammad M R M U. Yeah, shit. M R M U H A M M A D on the gram at Thorough TV on the snap. You know what I'm saying? Holla at me. You know what I'm saying? Let us know what you thought about this uh, particular episode. You know what I'm saying? We uh, appreciate everybody checking in and riding out with us. You know what I mean? Until next time, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even your enemy. Oh, shit. To get in conversation. No. The main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. Conversation. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archived episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.